Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Have you heard stories of fairies, dragons, or wizards and found them fascinating? There are so many stories of these types of beings. Are they just the stuff of myths? Or is there something more to them? Today we're exploring the realm of the mystical from frequency perspective and talking about whether these beings actually exist, some of their key characteristics, and what you need to be aware of. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing fairies, dragons, and wizards, only stuff of myths? So Karen, growing up, I watched a lot of movies and read a lot of books on fairies. Mm -hmm. I was kind of obsessed. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of people these days that believe in fairies. Yeah. I was wondering, are they actually a real thing or are they just myths like mm -hmm. dragons and wizards and things? Yeah. So I love this question. And what I'm going to say about this is that just because we can't see something doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't exist. Okay, just like, for example, light exists on a really broad spectrum, and with our naked eye, we can only perceive a very narrow mm -hmm. spectrum of it. Mm -hmm. So we know that infrared light exists, and we know that UV light exists, but we can't actually see it with our physical eyes, but mm -hmm. we know it's there. Mm -hmm. So there are many things that are beyond what we can physically perceive that exist. What I'll also say about this topic, because it's huge, and there are a lot of people who are quote-unquote experts in these things, I'm going to talk about it from my perspective from frequency level. And at this level, it doesn't have all the human projection or story or all that stuff on it. Because okay? mm -hmm. a lot of like stuff around these creatures, because we've had them in our stories for so long. Mm -hmm. Okay, So I'm going to talk about these things from a frequency perspective and what these characteristics, what their characteristics are and how they can help us and what you should be aware of and all that good stuff. Oh, great. OK, cool. Yeah. yeah. So to, um, to just go a little bit further into that, there are fairy frequencies, there are dragon frequencies, there are wizard frequencies, and there are um, what I will call like the mystical serpent frequency. Mm. And um, there are many, many other beings. We're just talking about these four at this particular time. Okay, so they're very different. Okay, so they're the frequencies, so just backing up again, for those of you who are newer, right, everything is, to me, when I perceive it, when I tap in, is like a frequency signature. It's like a bundle, okay? So whether you're a person, a plant, or the thing is a plant, if it's something disembodied like a dead person, to me, it's just a bundle of frequencies, mm. makes sense, that has a certain characteristic. They mm -hmm. do certain things, that mm. bundle of frequencies, and they sort of um, we, uh, interplay in a certain way, and we have a dynamic with them. Okay, so let's start with something like the fairies, because you loved them so yes. much when you were growing up. Yes. Okay, and you and I have talked about fairies a little bit mm -hmm. like um, in, in past episodes. So the fairy frequency is very real. It is a what I would call an earth plane frequency. So they don't, um, they're very bound to the earth, meaning they're not something that you'll find like on our star system somewhere. 
They're very Earth-oriented. Like this planet. This Earth. planet Earth. Ah, oh, no wonder. Okay. Yeah. Yes, very yeah, this <laughs> planet Earth, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so they are have a very specific frequency. They're very light in frequency. They're not the same. So meaning within the fairy frequency, there are d variations. Oh, sure. So if some people who are able to perceive the fairies, and it's funny, um, some people see them and they, they don't know quite what to do with it. The, um, they're different. So meaning there are fairies that are like, look like small kids. They're very tight, like they're bigger. Does that make sense? Uh -huh. They look like, I don't know, like infant size, they're bigger, they're bigger. Oh, sure. And there are fairies that are very tiny. Okay, like the size of like a, my, um, like smaller than my fist, like this big. Okay, and they look like little spheres of light. Mm. So it kind of depends where on the fairy realm that you are. Not all fairies are the same. Mm. Okay, and so how somebody might perceive them changes depending on the sensitivity of the person mm. and what they're like. And they're very, very, um, their frequency is very light. Mm. Okay, it tends to be um, if you, they tend to congregate in certain places. Okay, so there are certain places on the earth that have higher fairy frequency than others. So, for example, if you happen to be of Celtic descent, so if you're in, you know, Ireland or Scotland or parts of France or like, you know, the United Kingdom, <clears throat> you'll find places that are actually fairy glens, like for real, legit. You walk into that space and you're like, oh, we are not alone. Really? And you can feel them, yeah. And it was funny because once uh, Chris and I were in Ireland and for some reason, we were in this on the on this walk in this uh, on this very uh, grand estate, and it was a public. It's now public. You can tour it. It used to belong to an, a family that had had a lot of money. Okay. And there was this sort of um, hike that everybody would go to to the left. Let's just say. Mm -hmm. And there was like this sign that was kind of moldering with like a little arrow uh -huh. pointing to the right and randomly into this field, and we were like let's just go to the right for some reason. Mm -hmm. So we like walk through this field and end up in this little cluster of woods. And when we got into that cluster of woods, I was like, fairies. You could feel them. I was wow. like, like, we weren't expecting to be there, right? We mm -hmm. weren't expecting to be there. We weren't expecting them to be there, but mm -hmm. you could feel that frequency very strongly in that place. And if you're someone sensitive, you can, um, and if they allow you to, because they tend to hide, if okay. they don't trust you, basically, sure. um, the, They'll um, they'll come around you, which is because they're curious. Mm. You know? And like I said, some people see them, and they'll look like almost like a little um, like a smaller kid because they're sm they're the bigger ones look like small, small kids, small which, children, is big to which is big for fairy yeah fairy, fairyland. Yeah. So the fairy realm is um, amazing. They are um, they can play with things, so they'll disappear. So for example, um, when we were there in this fairy glen we realized, oh, we want to give them, because we're in their space. It's sort of like going, walking into someone's home and not bringing something. Sure. Make sense? Yeah. Like you want to you know, bring flowers bring a gift or, or a little something. something you know, like you're going to, yeah, someone, something. So we didn't have anything because we weren't expecting to be there. So what we did, I was like, we pulled out coins. Not because they were valuable, because they were shiny. Mm. So I was like, we picked out the shiniest ones, mm -hmm. polished, and then put them in certain places, like hidden in, the, like underneath leaves and all that sort of stuff. You can see them. Like if you walked by this place, you would never okay. see these coins because okay. they were just there. Yeah. Um, like sort of hidden. For, we knew the fairies would know what, what they were, we were doing. We were giving them a little gift. And um, anyway, we went back the next day, you know, just to take pictures and that type of thing. And the coins were all gone. We'd hidden those coins. Oh we, they weren't God. just sitting on the ground like, like you know, obvious, right, yeah. obviously there. We hid them. Oh, my gosh. And they were all gone. So because fairies are of the earth plane, mm -hmm. they can... They can move things. Move things on the earth plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is so yeah. fun. I was just like, and it's funny because we looked for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, 
They found so them. Yeah, they found them. That's so yeah. cute. Yeah. So the fairies are definitely a thing. Um, a lot of people, so I just want to talk about um, something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So there are some people who um, have the fairy frequency running in them. Really? Yeah. So um, there's some people who are, and I've seen this very rarely, who have so much fairy frequency, this, I would call them an embodied fairy. I've only met a very couple of people like mm -hmm. this. It's very unusual. Those people actually don't deal very well with being human because humans are very dense. We operate in a certain way. Mm. We're trying to, like, you know what I mean? Like, fairies don't have that concern. They're very, very light, and they want to play. But and even though they're the earth plane. Yeah, they, but they're not. Humans are, what I mean by it's like dense in terms of what we want, what we desire, how oh, we act, sure. how we are with each other, sure. how we treat nature, how yes. we, all that stuff, like money. Like, but fairies don't value they that don't stuff. Do that. They don't yeah. They don't care. Even though they're both associated with earth plane. Yes. It's a way different spectrum. Spectrum, yeah. They just they, yeah. what they are concerned with is not what we are concerned with as humans. Mm -hmm. So with a couple of fairies that I've met, where I'm like, whoa, like literally, like little tiny people, like very small people, who you're just like, this is a fairy, and they don't function very well in human with mm -hmm. humans. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They tend to be like um, the ones I've met. I'm not saying that all of them are like this, but the ones I've met are kind of like a little bit homeless. You know, a little bit. You know what I mean? They're just not. Yeah. They can't interact function here. function here yeah you know what i mean they don't do well with jobs you know they, they yes. can't it's not like their concern wow because so they have fairy frequency they have fairy in them. frequency in them and they just can't <laughs> be like a, a, it's very hard for them to be human now there are some people who aren't like that so they have fairy frequency running through them mm -hmm. so um those people have an association with the fairy so it's very easy like when you were a kid mm -hmm. um you like <laughs> You, like there are people that I meet that have that very frequency running in them. So they associate with like, there's something about that frequency that feels like home and it feels like fun and playful and light mm -hmm. because what you're doing is that those stories trigger in you that memory of your own frequency that's running through you. Mm. So I don't have the fairy frequency. It's not, it's not something I, I have. You know, no, I can not, see that yeah. that would not be something. No, yeah, it's not something I have at all. Right. But my husband Chris has it actually. Oh. And so... Um, for him, when as soon as like we walked into that space, like even before I registered it, he was like, "Fairies," you know. He just he just knew, and we will walk by some places, and he's like, "Is this the fairy glen?" I'm like, and then I check, I'd be like, "Totally," right? And then we get really quiet. So you just know because you can. It's like knowing when your buddies are around. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. You kind of just. It's an really, aspect it's, of you. So exactly. It's easier to yeah. locate it. Exactly. Yeah. And Sense. if you have fairies um, frequencies running in you, you can ask them for help. They can help you. Wow. So you can just say to them, like, so, for example, um, when we were going, um, now, I don't have this, but Chris does. And so we were um, asking for help one time when we were in Ireland finding something. And so we were in the Fairy Glen, and I was paying respect. We were paying respect to them. And we were asking for their blessing for a particular journey we were making. And so um, because we asked for their help, they, like, totally smoothed that journey. Oh. Okay, they just they just helped us find the way. And mm -hmm. we didn't know where we were going, but they planted, like, along the way, we asked different people, and they just, like, took us exactly to the right place. Like we did, And then you know. And then we know, like, we were being helped. Yeah. You know, there's no way we would have found where we were looking for. Yeah. You know, no way. It was so random, you know, like, what we were trying to find. Mm -hmm. So you can ask them for help. Mm -hmm. um, so they will help you. So they have this, and even if you don't feel very good, like, so, for example, if you're just having a day, you're like, oh. I just don't feel very great. If you want to, I'm not saying that you you form a habit of this, but if you're like, I would like to call in that fairy energy. Like, I would like to amplify my own fairy frequency. Mm. So you can ask them to help you do that. Because you're not asking them to do anything to you, right? Because it's right. in you already. It's already, it's already yeah. there. Mm -hmm. So you can, And so you can just 
focus on that very frequency and you'll feel start to feel lighter because it's like you're calling on them, right? And you're, you're calling on that frequency within yourself to amplify. So it can be a really helpful little tool. Cool. And they, because they're like light and playful, it, it just shifts, it can shift, help you to come yeah. out of a place where it's heavier, yep. Yep. for example. Take things so seriously. seriously. Yeah. yeah. They can, and because they're so earthbound, they can help you come into, you know what I mean? You're just like, mm. oh, I feel better. Okay, now I can settle into my zero point a little bit better. Oh, that and amplifies And this is like only frequency. people who have that very frequency. Yeah. And yeah. how would you know, I guess, if you just ask? Yeah, or, or how would you know if you have the fairy frequency? Because yeah. you associate with them. Oh, okay. So you, you okay. know, like you like when you were a kid, Yeah. you were just you like know. totally into fairies. You're like, yes. yeah, really dig love fairies. It. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why, but I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I want little fairy wings. Yeah. I love, like they're little. I was fairy for Halloween, Halloween. so yeah. many times. times, yeah. yeah. They're like little kids. And not all kids are drawn to fairies. No, not no. Not all, because I was never drawn to them. Oh, you know, like I yeah. liked, I thought they were cool, but I never wanted to be Tinkerbell. Like that was just not my gig. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? Like I just never, that was not my thing. Okay. You know, but there's some kids who are like really boy, and he, by the way, this is not just a girl thing. Right. Okay. M males can have this. Yes, of right? course. So yeah. if your little boy wants to be a fairy. Yes. It's That's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You cannot be your fairy frequency. Men cannot fairy frequency. Yes, in them. there are men fairies. fairies. Yes, exactly. Exactly. There are fairies in the masculine. So yeah. it's totally, um, okay. It's mm. not, a, I know in Disneyland, it's. Girl Girls. fairies, yeah, but that's not it. Okay, yeah. so just so people, for people to know. Okay, so that's just about the fairy frequency. They're mm. super fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. So dragons. So dragons are also a frequency. Okay, mm. and they're a very specific kind of being. They are all about power. Mm. So I just want to make this very clear. They're not dark, and nor are they light. They're neutral. They're just mm. about power. So they're beings. Okay. Okay. And they are like um, about transmuting on the physical plane. Okay, so that's what their like like characteristic or ability is. So if you can, if you have the dragon frequency running in you, you can create a tremendous amount of change on the earth plane. It's just like, you know, just mm. if you think about dragons and how they're portrayed even in China or anywhere else, mm -hmm. I mean, they're, mis they're mythical and mystical, yeah. but they are about power. They're not like, I don't know, like just chilling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They are very direct. Mm -hmm. They don't pretend to be anything other than they are. And like I said, if you can, if you have this running within you, can, you can evoke a tremendous amount of change. Do, so, you, do you have dragon frequency? Yeah. Okay. So I have dragon Sounds frequency. Like <laughs> yeah, I have dragon frequency. Um, who's the um, Sir Richard Branson has um, dragon frequency? The guy who owns Virgin America. Oh, okay. Uh, he has dragon frequency running mm. through him. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk has a little bit of dragon sure. frequency running through him. Okay. But do you see this is like, like yes. a tremendous amount of change in the physical? Yeah. And it's about power. Cool. So, now, what I'll say about the dragons is that, now, you'll know if you have dragon frequency. I'm just going to back up, sorry, a little mm -hmm. bit. You, it's just like the fairies, right? You'll Because you'll have had an affinity for the dragons. Like mm -hmm. There's something about them that fascinates you. And you've, mm -hmm. you've been curious about them. Now, some people actually will um, almost like a dream about them. Mm. Okay? So, you can have the... Uh, so, let me just make this really clear. Dragons aren't warm and fuzzy. Okay? at all like they're not um like bunnies <laughs> they're solitary they're powerful and they're really kind of very direct and no nonsense okay mm -hmm. so you know if you're going to and they you don't ask politely with dragons you have to be able to have the strength to summon them if you have the mm. dragon frequencies within you because it's about respect right it's like i respect you 
you respect me. We are both in our power. Wow, that's I'm so calling you. Into yeah. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, it's a very different thing. It's not like, please, can you come help me? You know, it's not like no, that. I it's, see. It's like... That's good to note. Yeah. Like, the way you summon these different frequencies are different, different. depending on the characteristic of that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's very interesting. Yeah. And so the dragons are... Um, Something that you can call on if you uh, need help with forward movement. Be aware that if you summon them, please don't be frivolous because uh, they'll stop answering your, your summoning if, oh. they, if, they, if they feel like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're like, can you find me a parking spot? They're like, well, that's yeah. not my purpose. <laughs> I'm here for bigger things. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to be bothered with right. you. So you know? respe that's also a respect. respect thing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's about holding respect for each other. Yeah. And what I'll say is that humans, for a long time, because humans, um, you know, have done this with various things, have um, like abused dragons and also serpents, which we'll talk about a little, little bit later. So meaning, what would they do? So they use dark magic to entrap them, to be able to steal their power. Just think about this. How human. Yeah, it's very human, right? And yeah. so dragons are a little skittish with, with us, understandably, because they have been abused by us, meaning mm. entrapped by magic and then like, and then used in a way, or abused in a way that is not aligned with them. Like just, yeah, for greed and for whatever For greed and to, yeah, to empower the person who is using their, yeah. to have more power, okay? So there's a lot of that that can happen. Okay. And so just to, for everyone to be aware that, these are creatures and they um, they can be abused even though that we can't see them and they are different. So be mindful of how you hold yourself with them, meaning like to respect, right? Mm -hmm. This is the fundamental basis of a dragon's relationship. It's like, I see you, you see me, we understand each other's power, we accept it, we acknowledge it, and now we're coming together to have, you know, are, you're summoning them to ask them for mm -hmm. something and they will determine whether they want to. <laughs> got it, got it. Okay. That's so good. That's good for them to know. Yeah, it's good yeah. to know about them. Okay. Yeah, so that's the dragon energy. Um, the uh, I mentioned the uh, what I call the serpent energy. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting because a lot of these are in the Chinese zodiac. I know, yeah. Yeah, they're a very specific creature, mm -hmm. a very specific package of frequencies. Okay, so um, for the, what I would call the serpents, Right? I'm not talking about snakes. I mean, you, yes, you can see snakes in the, in the ground on the earth, but I mean serpents not on exactly in the physical form. I mean on the mystical plane. Okay. Does this make sense? The same plane that the dragons exist in. Okay. So meaning in the un, on, in the non-scene. Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, they are very very different from dragons. Okay. So serpents are very mystical. Their power is to transmute. That's what they do. They change things. They can help things change from one form to another, okay? Mm -hmm. So meaning, like if you think about alchemy, right? Mm -hmm. Alchemy is sort of this process of turning lead to gold, for example, or mm -hmm. the clarification of something, the change from one thing to another. That's what the serpents can do. They mm -hmm. change things from one state to another state. Mm -hmm. That's their, I'm boiling it down, yeah. but that's their main, like, um, purpose, purpose or, or whatever they can do, let's just call it. I don't know yeah. what else to call it. Yeah, like yeah. Function, I guess, you know, sure. I don't know what else to call it. Sure. But they're not like the dragons. They're not as direct. They're serpents. Kind so yeah, kind of like slithery. Yeah. <laughs> right? They're slippery. So with the serpents, if you are somebody who has an affinity for them, you likely um, will be aware of the frequency that they are, meaning that they are tend to be a little bit less direct. They can hide. They um, 
you have to be um, not only in respect, but understand that things are very fluid, that things can change. Okay, so meaning, if you have, if you summon a dragon and there's an agreement, that agreement will happen. Mm -hmm. With the serpent, it may not. So that's just the way serpents are. And yeah. it's not that they are duplicitous. This is their nature. So if you're calling on them, be aware that that is their nature. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, I would be, uh, they are extraordinarily powerful. That is why they too have been um, often abused by humans mm. because they have the potential to transmute but just think about everything. Like you want to change from one form to another. Like a one, situation? Like a situation or, like or a stage in life, right? Oh, so, for okay. example, life into death. Death into oh. life. From sickness to wellness. Oh. Wellness to sickness. Love. Out of love. Like all of these are transitions, yes? Mm. From one state to another state. Yes. From like scarcity to abundance, right? All of these things are movements. Does, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's transmutation. Like from one thing to another. Mm -hmm. Think about how much power that is. That's extraordinary. Yes. Okay. So that's why they're abused by humans. So just be aware that with all of these things, to be very respectful and to not mess with, like, to, like if you're going to summon them to like, be aware of what you're doing. Like sure. to not mess with things yes. if you're not sure what you're doing is what my point is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and um, I'll just give you a little story. So uh, one time, uh, just to, just, what does that mean? Like, what can that mean if you're like messing with things and you don't know you're doing? Oh, okay. I did this. Okay. Because I was, I didn't know what I was doing. I was a little bit, um, I was very early in my spirit journey and I like was being arrogant without realizing that I was. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, what happened was um, we were going on a spirit journey with um, uh, a woman and it turns out that she is, um, has a lot of dragon energy in her and part of what her purpose was was to help the dragons that had been abused by humans okay. okay so like I said there's a lot of dark magic I don't really talk about it a lot but there's a lot of it and she would help them release from those bindings because they've been in those like sort of hells for mm -hmm. longer periods of time than they needed to be mm -hmm. and she would help to release them okay that was her job I didn't know that because I mean I didn't know what I was doing and she was supposed to be leading a journey and I thought she needed my help because she just um she had disappeared. Like she was supposed to be leading a journey. We'd paid her, but she sort of like fell off the map. And I thought, oh, she's in, she's in trouble. I'm going to go journey with mm -hmm. my consciousness to see if she needs help. Mm -hmm. She didn't need help. Okay. She didn't, but I didn't understand she didn't need help. So meaning when I perceived her in my inner vision and I was, and again, I didn't have my abilities yet. Okay. So this is me like a long time ago, yeah. 12 years ago or something like this. Okay. When I went in, cause I can journey, I've always been able to into this other realm. And I went to go help her. She had her back turned to me. And I kept trying to call to her to say, like, do you need help, et cetera. And she kept turning her back to me. So now I have learned that means I don't want your help. Please go away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then oh. I just thought, well, of course you need my help. <laughs> oh, boy. So I uh, went to get closer to, to help her. And she basically um, summoned the dragons and, like, they came at me because I was coming into her space. Right. It was disrespectful. Right. Okay. I right. was very much pushing into her space. Right. And she had told me clearly no. twice, no. Mm -hmm. And I ignored that. <laughs> like, it means yes. <laughs> well, because I just thought she needed my help. This yeah. is my little mental sure. humanness. Sure. So the dragons came, like literally one came at me so hard and fast in my physical body, I jumped back because it came like right at me. And I was like, oh, 
oh, I should not be, this is not, I shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. This is not good. So I apologized, pulled myself out. For the next month, I had so much heat, yeah. Like literally oh. my skin was splitting apart. <gasps> my eyes were all red. I was itching. My skin was inflamed. I was like fire like crazy. And you already know I tend towards heat. Oh. So it was like my body was literally exploding from the heat, like literally cracking. And I had to do some work with somebody to like, to clear that, clear, clear them because I was an idiot basically without realizing it. You know what I mean? I was just you playing with something. Know. I didn't yeah. know, you, didn't. you know, I didn't know. So that's what I'm saying. Please wow. do, please don't mess with things that you don't know about. It, yeah. There's a, there can be a consequence to it that you may not want or may not even realize that there is. You know? Right. So <clears throat> that's what Ooh, I mean by that. You have to be, interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I learned that the very hard way. I was like, yeah. no means no. <laughs> And don't yep. mess with the dragons. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now um, the wizard frequency. Yes. Okay. So this is something. So the wizards are kind of an interesting. So this is an interesting because, you know, people are very fascinated by like Merlin. And oh, all yeah. That stuff, you know? Yes. Okay. So just to be really clear, the wizard frequency is neutral. It's the human that is either dark or light. Okay. Okay. So you can use your wizard frequency for good or bad. Mm hmm and it comes in various degrees of mm, intensity in people. Mm -hmm. But the wizard frequency, I just want to distinguish this. This is not the witch frequency. The witch frequency is different. Mm -hmm. I know that people are like, what's the difference? The witch frequency is um, lower in resonance and it's much, much earthier, okay? Mm -hmm. And there, I mean, I know the wizards can manipulate on the earth realm, but the witches really are about manipulation on the earth realm, mm -hmm. okay? Whether it's for the light or for the dark, mm -hmm. but they can do things on the earth realm, okay? They can heal, they can um, do negative things Distress. to people, dest destroy, yeah. yeah. They can do a whole spectrum. Yeah. Wizards are higher in resonance and they have, um, their magic can bridge between earth and star depending on who the person is. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. So you can start to access like mm, that realm of star frequency which mm -hmm. gives you more um, access to like universal frequencies. Okay, that okay. gives their magic more power. Does that make sense? It's not as dense as the earthly plane. Yeah. It's it's higher in yeah. resonance because they're using both star energy, can, and earth frequencies at mm -hmm. the same time. And what they can do is that they somehow will like find a solution that is not ordinary and somehow things just like magically align. It's kind of a form of creation manifestation that's specific to them. So they have a way of, it's like, they'll know that they'll come up with an idea. They're like, this is what it is that I intend. Somehow the, a crazy idea or something else will come to them of how to do that. Mm -hmm. And then things will align to make that happen. Mm. It's I've seen just a few people who have this mm -hmm. and they come up with things like uh, different healing modalities, some of them. Um, did you want to say something? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking of somebody that I know that totally has this mm -hmm. and the reason I mean the first thing I think of with wizard is this person because um, there was a time we were at the redwood forest mm -hmm. and you know there was mushrooms involved mm -hmm. yeah. and they brought up that they 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 became this wizard mm -hmm. and it everyone could see it mm -hmm. and they could see it it was yeah. just bizarre yeah. and they, we were playing some funky music of like doing doing you know yeah. some weird um other culture, just instruments. Yeah. And it was like the beard 
of the wizard. It was like he was playing his own beard hair. It was really bizarre. And, you know, huh. we're in a very magical place. Place, yeah. On some magical substances. <laughs> yeah, but you could see it. I could see it. But he, this person, aside from that night and mm -hmm. his day-to-day, -day, always comes up with ideas that are 10 years ahead of exactly. anybody else. Mm -hmm. But the only issue is they don't align. Mm -hmm. It's almost like there's something missing. So I was going to ask you yeah. if maybe his wizard frequency is out of balance, or I don't yeah. know how you would. It's not integrated with him properly. Yes. Yeah. So you know how when you were on mushrooms, you guys could all perceive it? Yes. That's because you were at the resonance where you could perceive it. Uh -huh. Make sense? Like uh -huh. You had to be in that resonance yep. to be able to perceive it. Yep. But you all perceived it. Yep. Because you were all in that resonance together. And nothing was even said. Right. It was very clear. Like, it was very clear. Yeah. yeah. So all of you had the same experience mm -hmm. of this person. Mm -hmm. So you're at a resonance where it was apparent to you. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's not necessarily just because you can't see it. doesn't mean it's not yes. there. It just means you're not aware of it. Yes. So that's exactly right. So, But someone who has and, not, not but, and somebody who has a wizard frequency who is it's integrated, they'll have ideas or um, inspiration that's ahead of their time or on the on the edge of what people think is possible. Yes. You know, it's just like people are like, that's not possible. And they're like, yep, it no, is. No, it literally, it is. that was him mm -hmm. constantly. Yeah. But then there was a misalignment. Because he couldn't bring it into form. He couldn't bring it into form. Yeah. yeah. So he just needs to be um, Re realigned, yeah. basically. I'll have him call you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's somebody I work with who is, um, let's just say, extremely highly placed, right, yeah. in terms of his abilities and his... Uh, why he, how he influences the world, mm -hmm. and he's a wizard. And people will, I mean, it's not like people are like, you know, in his, he he works in a very conservative environment, so they're not thinking, gee, I mean, this guy's a wizard. They're just thinking that what they think, though, is he's kind of like the golden boy, because mm -hmm. he comes up with all these kind of almost seem like harebrained schemes, but they always work, and they uh. always make a lot of money. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. And everyone, and they don't know why. So he has issues with that in a way because he's like the golden boy, right? It's like mm -hmm. people love him because he makes a lot of money and all that sort of good stuff. And then also he has enemies because people are jealous of it, right? Uh, yeah, but you yeah. see how I'm saying? Yeah. So it's interesting because you, if you think about the wizard archetype as humans, they're kind of so, like loners, right? They I mean, are loners. They're not like hanging out with like a bunch no. of other people. Nope. Like they're not all about community. No, it's, no, they're, they're not kind about of that. By themselves, so, doing their magic, magic thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that's this person like is. That's like this yeah. person. Is. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So you'll see it. So you see, that's what I mean by this is a frequency that runs through people, and it can be something if you have it, if you come into alignment with it, it can create a lot of magic in the world, mm -hmm. right? Because you are using that frequency. I mean, it's just you being you. I mean, you may not know why you have it. Mm -hmm. But if you amplify that, then even more can happen. And integrate it. Yeah, you can integrate and mm. amplify it. Then things can really change in the world around you in the physical reality, which is really cool. So, Karen, wait. Does that mean wizards are male and witches are female? No, not at all. I'm okay. glad you asked that. Okay. Um, um, not at all. They could be in either gender, right? Okay. So in either sex. So there are male and female witches, and there are male and female wizards. So it's a frequency that runs through us. So just like the fairies can be male and female, Okay. you know, it's just about how the frequency shows up through that person. And wizards aren't particularly like more powerful. It's just a different... It's just a different... It's not... So power has to do with the person, okay? Yeah. Not about the frequency. Okay. So the clearer and the clearer and higher you are in resonance, the more power you have, especially if you're in the center of yourself, mm -hmm. meaning in your zero point. Okay. So what I meant by resonance was meaning... So the earth resonance is lower in vibrational level. So please know this is not like a, like a, um, like a, 
like a um, judgment in terms of which one's better or worse. Okay, yeah, so it's it's just, just simply has to do with resonance. Okay, resonance, it's just like yeah. like the mechanics of it. It has nothing mm -hmm. to do with the judgment of whether it's good or bad or mm -hmm. what are better. Okay, so Earth frequencies are lower in vibration because they're denser. Mm -hmm. They have form. Mm -hmm. As you move up in resonance and you include things, for example, like the wizards do, which is star, like the frequencies having to do within stars and that kind of magic and that kind of resonance, it is higher in resonance than the earth frequencies, okay? It just is. Yeah. So it means that they wield a different kind of magic and a different kind of potential. Got it. They're just different. It's like, um, you know, it's very different. It's like a cat is different from a dog. They're just totally different creatures. Yeah, one's better or the other. They're just different. Yeah, okay, exactly. and they can be any gender. Thank yeah, you. any gender. Appreciate that. Yeah. That's really cool and yeah. interesting. Yeah. So would you say the GFC after this could help people who might have some of these frequencies? Yeah, to so what the GFC at the end is sort of, it will help you to um, come into the zero point that is you and yeah. also become more aware of those frequencies. Okay. okay? Yeah. So just like, just like an introduction to like sure. what these different frequencies are. Mm -hmm. Now, whether if you don't feel anything, likely none of these frequencies run in you, and that's okay. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. But it'll just have you, even if they don't run in you, if you happen to be in a place where these things are, you you'll, can, be, you'll be more aware of it. And that's okay. cool, too. Yeah, totally. That's it, cool to be more aware. Yeah, exactly. It's just more magical and more yeah. fun. Yeah. Wow, thank you for all of this info. Well, you're welcome. Very cool. Thank you. You're welcome. For those of you who are new or about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC, this is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for fairies, dragons, and wizards. Only stuff of myths? So this particular group frequency calibration is an introductory one, and it will start to help those of you who <clears throat> are afraid of the unseen um, to come more into your center, and for those of you very attached to seeing or perceiving these other beings to be able to come more into your neutrality, okay, which will give you a better chance of being able to perceive them. Okay, so here we go. Settling in and becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your back body from the crown of your head all the way down to your pelvic floor. Okay. 
So meaning down the back of your head, down the back of your neck, back, back of the arms, over the hips and the butt. Noticing this area of the body, if there is holding here or ease. Noticing the weightedness that this part of the body supports. Good. Becoming aware now, please, of the insides of your ankles. Excellent. Becoming aware of whether they're warm or cold, what they're touching, the space between your ankle bone and the back of the leg. So just noticing all these details. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, just noticing it at first without changing it. Noticing if you feel a compulsion to change it or if you can just observe it. And then after noticing your breath for a couple of breaths, Allowing your breath to deepen, to become more full. Good. And now please imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you, like a balloon. Good. Now please become aware of your surroundings. Becoming aware of the soundscape around you, not only on your end, but on my end. And as you notice the soundscape around you on your end, noticing in particular those repetitive sounds that we don't really hear because they become sort of part of the background. Noticing the whir of a fan or the hum of a fridge. Noticing the direction from which the sounds are coming. Good.
really nice. And now, blinking your eyes open and noticing the quality of the light. You're not focusing on anything in particular, just noticing the quality of the light. And once you've completed noticing the quality of the light, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, that means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And as you become aware of each of these objects, noticing the distance between each object in you and then feeling that distance. So let's imagine that object A is the sofa. And the sofa is about nine feet to you. So you would notice the distance between the sofa and you and then feel that distance. And you would do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will begin to become more clear, more focused, and more present for you. Good. Blinking your eyes closed whenever you're complete and bringing your attention to the heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. Let's go ahead now and take a nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of six, and then whenever you've completed that six count, releasing all the air out of your lungs at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out also for a count of six. Good. And what we're waiting for as you complete that one long breath, and once you've finished it, please breathe normally, is we're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. And as we wait for that to happen, please note that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I sometimes work in silence. It really depends on... Um, how high the frequency of the mastermind is and the frequencies that we're working with. So the frequencies are very high. I won't make physical sound because it tends to drop the frequency resonance, which doesn't benefit you. If, however, I do make sound because I do, you may hear me yawn, hum, or exhale sharply. That's typically what I do to release some of the heavier, stickier distortions.
And if I say something that really resonates with you, then it's likely a distortion pattern that you run. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you run. So I suggest remaining open, curious, and to explore further. Good. So now that the mastermind has become coherent, let's go ahead and keeping our attention in that hard space, ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again for those of you who are new is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or perceive the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, becoming aware of or imagining a brilliance at its very center that starts to brighten because you have your attention on it. And as it brightens, it starts to expand outwards in all directions. through all of your cells, out through your organs, out through your bones, out through your muscles, and flesh, and finally out through the pores of the skin, into the space between the physical body and the spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you, becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. How high your frequency resonance is determines everything from your experience of life 
what it, your life looks like, how you perceive it, how much distortion you can release, and how much momentum you can have on spirit level. So it's one of the most important things we do together. Good. Bring your attention, please, to the front of the throat and also into your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So if you find that center point between the belly button and the base of the sternum, that is the that entire space is the solar plexus, okay? So bringing your attention to the front of the throat and to the solar plexus. And also to the right inner ear. Mm -hmm. So the first distortion that we're going to release is fear, resistance to, or discomfort with the unknown. So there's a subgroup here which is really scared of the unknown. Okay, you're kind of curious about these things, but they also kind of freak you out, just like ghosts. Okay, so we're just gonna release the fear so that we can stay stable and stay present in the moment, whatever is happening around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagining a very vibrant peacock blue light that starts to come from deep within your core and then radiate out through the solar plexus and through the front of the throat. Really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keeping your attention just in the solar plexus. This is an attachment to all the stories and um, mythologies about these creatures and or beings. And for another subgroup, an expectation that your experience of them 
will be like what others has been and has been shared in terms of story. So I'm just going to release the expectations. Okay. And the assumptions of what the experience will be. Okay, this keeps you out of the present moment. And out of being in alignment with the unfolding of life. Good. Becoming aware, please, of the inside of your lower ribs. So not the side facing the world, but the side facing your organs. Mm -hmm. So we're going to release here the next distortion, which has to do with what it means if you perceive these beings about you, how special or not you are, whether you have special skills or not, or what that means about you, etc. Okay, there's a lot of story about the meaning of being able to perceive the frequency bundles that are these beings. So we're just going to release this because it keeps you out of, again, the experience in the present moment. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. Becoming aware of that xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum. Mm -hmm. and the midpoint of the solar plexus. Okay, so this has to do with the um, attachment to having an experience. So I'm just going to release this because it creates more distance between you and actually having the experience. So you can be more neutral. Good. Imagining that same brilliance that we imagined from the beginning, from deep within, it expands out through your center in all directions. Good. Bringing your attention now to that xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum about three inches immediately beneath it in a direct line towards the belly button. It's clearing out your pain body.
because your pain body has a memory of you before the frequency work, and this just makes integration a lot faster. Only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.